0: Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome to Trust and Believe. I'm your host, Shanti, and I am so excited about today's episode because I talked to you about three words that annoy me beyond, and they may annoy you too. And I'm going to teach you how to let go and move on in such a positive way. And I'm going to give you the tools just in case you're out there struggling. I'm going to give you the tools to help you live in the present moment in the best way possible. Get ready to trust and believe in who you are.
1: Somebody say, yeah! No, no, no. What's
0: up? You're better than Oprah. Come on, y'all. This is Sean T. And it's time to trust and believe.
1: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, hello?
0: Do you ever get annoyed when someone says, get over it? Oh, my goodness. It is literally three words in my life that pisses me off. And the reason why it pisses me off is because when someone says that to me, I feel like they're neglecting my process and... The way that I need to internally deal with whatever situation that I'm going through. And I've heard people say that to people, especially in arguments or a lot of times where it really annoys me when people say it behind other people's back. She just needs to get over it. Like people who didn't and wasn't able to have their wedding last year during the pandemic. You know, people are like, get over it. It's just what life is. And that really, really, really Like I said before, it pisses me off because I think that far too many times in life, we don't allow people to really process things the way they want to process things in a healthy way. And when I say healthy way, I mean literally being able to take the situation that's happening and kind of go through a step-by-step process of figuring out, number one, why you're going through that process or emotion. Number two, not really just why, but what caused it? What was the inception of the issue? And then number three, what do you need to do to deal with it? And the reason why I asked those three questions is because I think far too many times People forget that we all lived a different kind of life and that we all were born in a different place by different parents and different humans. And some of us grew up with siblings and some of us different. And you may be asking, well, you know, what, what does it have to do with getting over it? It's just that the the way we process things are so differently. Like for instance, there was a time when I was under seven years old And my mom, the Stepmonster, if you read my book, you know the Stepmonster is. If not, I highly advise you to check out my book, Tears for Transformation. Um, We were riding on the street in Philly. And my mom and the Stepmonster got into a huge, huge fight in the car. So my brother and I were in the back seat. There's this screaming and yelling going on as we're driving down the street. And... As you can imagine, um, being in the back of the car and being a young kid, seeing your parents argue can be tremendously um, taxing on your energy in that moment and beyond. And then I just remember getting to a red light and the step monster jumping out of the car and my mom jumping out of the car after him. And at that point, there's... I'm probably five or six, and my brother is either six or seven. And we are in the middle of the street at a traffic light. The lights turn green. The horns are beeping around us. And did I have the idea, like, maybe I should get up and drive this car? Absolutely. Was I able to? No, I wasn't even big enough. And so you're in this situation where... Something really traumatic is happening. At least to me, it's very traumatic to think back and remember that. And so there were times in my later life where, you know, I would hear people arguing or whatever, and it would just really get to me in such a like a really crazy way. And, you know, people were like, get over it. Just people can argue. And it used to piss me off because they had no idea why. Arguing at that level and at that intensity really made me feel the way that it felt. And so I'm sure all of you out there who are listening can come up with situations that you have been involved in or situations that you are you experienced when you were a kid that is still a part of you today. And it's really hard to know what to do with those emotions. And when you experience another situation in today's time, it can trigger that past emotion. And uh, someone has told you, well, get over something that is much deeper than the situation that's happening at the present time. And so I think it's really important to explain that story and explain um, why it's hard when someone says, get over it because it, is a situation that not only that we deal with every day, but can affect our relationships and our jobs, and uh, most importantly, us internally. Now, you may be asking why um, do those three words, get over it, um, have any, (laughs) um, what does it have to do with today's episode? Well, I think that the other side of get over it There's something healthy, and it's called letting go and moving on. And I think that things are always a part of you, but I feel like there's still a way to move on. So for me, I have let go of the situation, being stuck at the traffic light, you know, in the back of a car, when my parents were arguing. You know, I let go of it, and I moved on. But it's still part of me and I still always remember it and that's why it's really important for me to help you understand the clarity and the difference between get over it and how to let go and move on now when we get into the topic of letting go it's less about saying forget what happened it's not about you suppressing the feeling it's not about you going through life and feeling as if that isn't a part of you. It's 100% about you taking the opportunity and the time and sometimes the bravery to deal with these things that have been a part of you for a really long time. And in my opinion, the only way to quote-unquote let go is to deal with it. Because when you are outside as a kid, and you have your favorite balloon that just got helium put in it on your birthday, and your parents tie it to your wrist, and maybe it slips off, and it goes into the sky, right? A lot of us maybe remember a situation like that. Like, you let go of that balloon, maybe not on purpose, but you let go of that balloon, and... You kind of moved on with your life, but you still remember that that balloon is somewhere in the sky. And to be quite honest, that balloon probably (laughs) popped and fell somewhere else, maybe on someone's house or in a tree somewhere. But it still doesn't mean that it's not a part of you, but you were able to let go and know that that situation still existed Um, when it comes to our life, our lives and our real lives, I think what happens is we should be able to go to therapy. You know, I talk a lot about therapy and understand that these things that have happened to us in the past, they don't have to necessarily, you know, take hold of us or make us immobile and and frozen in some ways. Because a lot of times when you deal with tragedy and you deal with those triggers from that tragedy you can almost become frozen and not be able to really deal with it in a way that you may feel strong enough to deal with it but by going to therapy you're able to place it in a part of your life and know that is is a part of your past and there have been times where through the process of living your life, especially as you get older and become an adult, that that thing that's happening to you in the past really affected you in many different ways and in other situations. But by going to therapy or by talking about it or by recognizing that this thing is in the past, it really enables you to, in a way, let go. Know that it's there. Things are still you know, waiting in the wings, if you will, but it doesn't mean you have to suppress it.
1: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm, Hello Fresh. <laughs> Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
0: And when we talk about the same thing by way of fitness, right? And I've definitely spoken about this before. A lot of us who have lost a lot of weight still see the person that's heavier, We look in the mirror, and the first thing we look at is the thing that we didn't like after we gained that weight. And it would be really annoying if someone said, get over it. You're skinny now. You're 75 pounds lighter or whatever. But at the end of the day, it's really not about getting over it. It's about understanding that that person that started working out before was a part of the process. And there are times or there will come a time after you work on that and work through those situations that you'll realize that you can let go. Not that you cannot ever revisit that person, not to say that you can't utilize that person to remember how far you've come, but maybe just maybe it might not affect you in such a negative way. And I think that that's the best part of, really being able to let go is allowing the thing or things that's happened to you in the past be a part of your psyche in a positive way. Now, the other thing is moving on. Moving on can also tend to have a negative connotation. Move on, move on, move on. Well, I think it's impossible to move on without the wheels. It's impossible to move on without gathering the information i.e. the fuel that's going to help you move on and move past the things and like we talked about before and let go in a positive way so how are we able to move on there are three ways that i am able to move on and i'm hoping that a lot of you have heard me talk about a lot of different therapy options on this podcast and we have some great sponsors of this podcast. But for me, in addition to therapy, I'm gonna give you three ways that I'm really able to move on. One, and this is the most important, what is it that you want? I think a lot of times we go through life and we are doing things and I'm too guilty of this, but a lot of times we make that initial decision because of what someone else wants what someone else wants us to do, and how we are going to disappoint somebody, and the way we're going to make them feel. And when we are able, when we're unable to process and put ourselves first and ask ourselves what is it that we want, it's really impossible to move on because you're actually going down a road that doesn't belong to you. We're going down a road that literally is for someone else. And you are completely neglecting what it is that you need in that moment or what it is that you want in that moment to help you thrive. So how can you really move on if you're not making a decision to move forward for you? In the situations that I gave you where... In the situation that I gave you where I was in a car and my parents got out of the car fighting, you know, for me, it's still a part of me. Obviously, I'm still talking about it. How do I move on from that? Well, I have to, one, have conversations with my spouse about fighting and arguing and what it does for me. And I have to be very vocal about what it is that I want in my relationships with obviously my husband or my relationship with my friends, have I been in a knockdown, drag out argument? Absolutely. But for me, if I want to move on, I have to, number one, communicate in a way that's going to be effective for me and the people I'm in a relationship with so that that doesn't happen. And that way I'm able to move on and let go. The second thing that I do where I'm able to move on is experience life, knowing that that thing in the past doesn't have a hold on me. And it's not a part of my present day. I think a lot of times when we talk about triggers and when triggers happen, we feel like they're a part of that present day. And, you know, it's also a fear Right. It's 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 you thinking that what has happened in the past is what's happening now. And when things really affect you in a negative way, a lot of time, the emotion that you feel is fear. And then you have an emotional reaction to that. And I truly believe that if we learn how to live in a present day and. Tell ourselves the facts. Tell ourselves the facts. What are the facts here? The facts are is that I'm happily married. I have great kids. I have a great job. I'm surrounded by people that love me. And the thing that happened in the past doesn't define who I am at this very moment. Because a lot of times, the reason why we get into these, you know, unfortunate situations is because, We feel like it defines our life and it is, it's with us at that moment. And it's really a mirage or an illusion or an emotion and you have to know where to put it. So I live, the second thing I do to move on is I just live my life knowing that that doesn't exist in the present time. And it just happens to be a part of the road that I've traveled. Imagine, imagine going to your favorite destination that you've been to multiple times, there are probably points in the road where there's a lot of traffic and you're like, oh my gosh, Like this traffic is a nightmare. But when you get past that part of the journey and the open road comes and you get closer to your destination, you forget about the fact that there was even traffic in the first place. Unless somebody say, how was the trip? You'd be like, the traffic was crazy. But the traffic that happened isn't going to necessarily affect your entire experience when you land to your destination because at that moment you are living in the present moment and you're experiencing life as is again it doesn't mean that the traffic didn't happen it doesn't mean that sometimes the journey wasn't tough but you're able to live in that moment like for me when i go to an amusement park oh my gosh like let's say i fly there the flight's delayed it's annoying oh my gosh like Whatever the case may be. But then when I get there, I'm on a roller coaster. I'm having a good old time. I'm not even thinking about the traffic. But the traffic happened. And so I think it's really important for you to try and live life in the present moment. And know that if these things come up, they're literally just things. And they're illusions and they're mirages that just happen to have been a part of your life. But they're not a part of your present day and the last thing i do to be able to move on is i really take control over my life and this is probably the toughest for most people wake up in the morning doing what it is that you want to do and sometimes that could be extremely difficult it can be extremely taxing on the mind body and your soul only because again You feel like you're letting people down. And so if you wake up every day and you start to, in a way, build a pyramid and build a great foundation of your pyramid every single day of this is what I'm going to do for me. This is how I'm going to live my life. This is how I'm going to get past that thing that happened in the past. And you exercise your ability to do something for you. You will build a very strong pyramid. You will have a really great foundation that will make this this pyramid of life be really great for you. And again, moving on and letting go is not about forgetting the fact that this thing even existed in the first place. It's about how do I become more powerful as I continue to move through my life. I want you to sit in that for a second and really think about it. How do I become more powerful as I really sit and think about my life and and, and the actions that I'm taking and the things that I'm doing? Because by building on the strengths that you've accumulated over time, you will be able to Live more in the present moment. And those things that have happened in the past, you will be able to let go and move on. But you don't need to necessarily get over it, right? If that, if get over it, is feels negative to you, right? It's not about getting over it. Because getting over it is leaving things and leaving those things without... Really dealing with those things. And so my last question to you is how many times in your life have you kind of run away from an issue or run away from a problem and you just say, I'm not going to accept that that's happened. When you do that, it's going to be really hard to let go and move on in a positive way. I believe I believe that if you take the opportunity to go through the toughest part of fear, which is acknowledging that something has happened to you in the past, you can use that thing to really give you the power and the fuel to let go in a positive way, move on. And last but not least, not only would you have done that in a very positive and effective way, but you'll be able to actually utilize it maybe to help somebody else or for it to be a part of your daily thoughts. Knowing that you had the power to move on and really let go and know that that thing that happened to you is just a part of your journey. Continue to travel down your road. You are the driver. You are the fuel, your past is the fuel. And when the road gets a little busy and there's traffic, just know that just, that that's just a moment in time. It's just a moment in time. Know how to stay in your lane, know when to maneuver around the maze of craziness so that you can really move on, so that you can really let go but also use the past opportunities to continue to trust and believe in who you are.
1: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm, Hello Fresh